I like how when I ask you to test your audio, you just read the name of things around you like you're doing I spy in a car and you're just like trying to get your seven-year-old to shut the fuck up <laughs> well it's hard for me to come up I can't you try it it's hard to come up with just sentence ra- sentences randomly it sounds like it's hard for you to just speak a sentence in general I mean basically I'm better I'm better than my you know my dad at least that that means nothing to me because I've never like taken an improv class with your dad or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm really bad at improv. But even you know, if someone just like speak, what am I gonna fucking say? Who you the know? fuck I ever need- says that to you aside from me when I literally need you to check a microphone? Who just walks up to you and they're like, speak? Well, I'm just, not. It doesn't happen very often. It's not like so you speak not- a cool language and they're like, oh my god, can you say something in Chechen, please? Like. <laughs> It's literally, that doesn't know. Well, I had a rough weekend. I had a crazy weekend. Did you really? Yeah. You know what's confusing is when you say nice th- nice things to me on the internet. I don't understand how you think that that's so confusing. Because I was like, are we friends? And then you like, it just sometimes seems like we're not friends. And then I'll get messages like, it's a really nice art piece and i was like it just like it makes me feel weird it's like whoa it's confusing that i've known you for so long and this is still the things that you uh, that you say to me are we not well, friends <laughs> what is it that you want me to do to prove that we're friends jordan do you want to get like some fucking friendship bracelets or something yeah, one of those rings that like changes colors, or like one a of those mood ring. You just want to get a mood ring. If I give you a mood <laughs> ring, you'll shut up about. Do you a even mood like ring, me? But they have to be synced up. They have to be like the same colors at all times, or like those two hearts. I don't know what they would say on it, but you know. When oh, the... where it's like the two halves of the same heart, and then you put it together and it says like butts or something. Yeah. I was thinking today, or not today, but a couple days ago, I was thinking, did did you ever do anything cringy when, like, right after Donald Trump was elected, that you think to you think you think about now and you're like, whoa, that is, I can't believe I fucking did that. Is this when you tell me that you have a Trump tattoo? <laughs> no, not like that. What I mean is, so like right after Trump got elected, I was like, you know. I was driving home from Baltimore because I had been drinking the night before and I got real drunk after he was elected. Then I was driving home to Frederick and this guy in a truck drove past me and I saw that he had like a huge Trump sticker on his bumper sticker. So I'm sorry, a Trump sticker on his bumper. (laughs) And then so I drove uh, I drove up next to him. I, I flicked him off. I was like, fuck you, you piece of shit, you know. Just being an angry asshole. Um, but that's not what I'm talking that's about. So that, that's so dumb because you're so not physically intimidating and you drive such a little puss car. So it's just like this huge country bumpkin man. And then just like literally you are the picture in these rednecks minds when they think of like a pussy city liberal. It's just you in your car doing exactly what you did. He like looked at me and... Even in his looks, I could feel him holding my head, like, far away. Oh, dude. And me trying to, like, punch at him. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
but not that. What, what I'm what I'm actually talking about is like just like a week or so after Trump got elected, I was we were, I was like looking for a place to eat with my mom, and we were with uh, I guess some people in the family, and she go, she's a Trump supporter, and she goes, "Where should we eat?" She's like, "I'm feeling like we should go to a Mexican Mexican restaurant," and I was like, "No, you're not allowed." to go to a Mexican restaurant. My God, Jordan. I <laughs> And I think back to that now, I'm like, what the fuck does it matter? One, we're in the U.S. where, like, no Mexican restaurant is probably even owned by anyone who's actually from Mexico. That is and, wildly inaccurate. Well, what I mean is, like, it's just dumb. Like, that's just so stupid to, like, be like, you're not allowed to go to a Mexican restaurant because... You voted for Trump, and he obviously hates immigrants and Mexicans. You can't go to fucking clay oven because Trump hates Muslims, or even a clay that's Indian. But nice, you know, you're really making a good point here, bud. (laughs) Either way, it's just cringy to go back and think to that. Be like, wow, I can't believe I did that. I didn't do anything. I was. I was at the. Oh, you're just a perfect human being. Well, I was at the bar. Um, I didn't even really get that drunk that night. That's some kind of work thing in the morning. I just, I just remember not being drunk. I remember being the least drunk out of like everyone I was around. But there were. Were you at Terps? Um, I like. I feel like I was at, I was at Terps, and then I think I went to Pen and Quill afterwards. Oh, that's where I was. But I think you had already left by then. Really? I think that I went, like, late. Yeah, I think I showed up, like, late. I mean, I went pretty late. I think I was there crying until, like, you know, until the bars closed. I mean, I just remember... You might have been someone who I remember seeing who was crying. And I was just (laughs) making fun of so many people. I mean, I'll... (laughs) It was so funny because after, like, the projections were all in... And like everyone had been out at the bars like drinking and so like like everyone walking down Charles Street was like so defeated and so like mopey and sad. Everyone looked like they had just gotten broken up with and then you'd see like one motherfucker like head held high, chest poking out, like walking like he just won the fucking lottery. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of those. I too. saw so many people cry. It was yeah. so I was embarrassed for them. Like I was embarrassed to be like within the same like city block as like people who were openly weeping in public. I would say if they were like white women or like you know, like that kind of like that's when it's embarrassing. But if you're an if, if you're like if you're like Latino If you're not like a dumb weak woman, it's okay to express emotions in public. But if you're like no. a whiny like bitch uh-uh what i mean is just like there's people out there that like really you know the stakes are high for them you know like latinos who might have family members that are immigrants or like you know that kind of thing but if you're just like oh if you're just like a hipstery dude or like you know just a if you're just a privileged person in general, this is, this presidency isn't going to really affect you that much, then yeah, pretty cringy. Also, I do remember seeing you. I, I saw you and I was like, we're the Bolsheviks. 
podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's going to put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm going to be, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, never going to have sex again. All right. We're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. That was good. That was a good one. <laughs> that was good, buddy. Yeah. So what did you do this weekend? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Did you delete something off your Instagram because I made fun of you? No. There was a story that you posted online that after I, co- I like, commented back on it. You didn't comment. It. it was a story, so you messaged me. Yeah, I messaged you, and then you took it down because it wasn't there yeah. anymore. Oh, yeah. I just decided I didn't. I, I have a weird thing about, like, showing how drunk I am on Instagram sometimes because in the moment I'm like, yeah, I'm drunk. But then afterwards, I'm like, uh, that, you know, sounds weird. And like, I don't know what that's like because I'm drunk on the Internet. Not as much these days, but that's my yeah, but that's my normal do you mode. Show, do you show it? Are you like, hey, look at because I was it was like, this is 98 percent gin or whatever. And then I just felt weird because I was like, I just I don't know. I didn't want people to be like, uh, Jordan's. I don't know. It's different like being drunk and being on the internet versus like being drunk on the internet being like that that the being the equivalent of that person who's like I'm so drunk but like you're doing it on the internet now. You know what I mean? Like if you're partying with someone you, you don't want to be that that person that's like I'm so fucking drunk. I'm just so wasted right I now. I mean that's funnier than any reminded. like joke you're going to say while you're drunk and be like hey, hey, this is funny guys watch if I post this. If you literally just post like I'm too drunk right now like that's way funnier. <laughs> I smoke I too much pot in this car. Uh I think I, my, another one of my stories was like the room is spinning or something. I don't know. I did but not yeah. see that one because I would have saved that one. <laughs> No, the the one that I interacted with was you you posted it was just like was it an image of a glass or just a black background? It was an image of glass. And then it said, yeah, what, ninety-eight percent gin? Yeah. Yeah. And then I think Lindsay called me a pussy. Yeah, and I just responded <laughs> with ninety-eight percent gay. <laughs> and then yeah. you but then you like took it down because I, I went back to look at something else and like went through the stories and I was like, damn, did Jordan, I almost wanted to message you and be like, did Jordan take that down because I cyber bullied him too much? <laughs> well, it wouldn't have, it's not like it would have, it didn't show up to anyone. It was just like you saying that to me. Yeah. But so. I know you. And then you're like, um, someone just said something mean. I need to reevaluate my entire oh, day. Man, that is 98% gay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, am I? Then you just well, sit so, there and sulk. Because I, I told my sister, I was like, "Can I get?" Gin? <laughs> told my, I told my sister, "I'm 98 percent gay." <laughs> no, she, she was like, "What do you want to drink?" And I was like, "Gin and water." And she was like, "That's weird." And she comes out and she's like, "Gin and a splash of water, right?" And I was like, "No, gin and like water." You know, I I would have said gin and soda, but then I was like, she doesn't have soda. Um. And then I took a sip of it, and it was all gin, you know, mm. all gin, no water. So, yeah, I had a you know a rough a rough go that night, and I got super sunburned. I don't get sunburned. Having this like beautiful olive skin, I shouldn't be getting sunburned, you know. No, don't Asians get sunburned? 
They do, but not me. I never do. Really? You've never gotten sunburned? Obviously, I have, but, like, it's not very often. It's very... Really? Yeah, I just don't really... You know, I I only started wearing sunblock recently just because of, like, skin cancer. Like, but I never really wear it to, like, you know, not get sunburned. But for some reason, I just got fucking burnt to hell. Is it because you were just laying down, like, on a fucking, you know, little foldy chair or whatever? Yeah, I was like, I was like shooting, like he's got a golf set up in his backyard, my um, sister's husband, and uh, we were like, what do you call it? Driving. We were driving balls into the woods. It was awesome. But like, there was a moment there I was like, oh my God, my shoulders hurt like fucking a lot. Like, I think I'm getting burnt. I love this idea of you never having a summer to be like, what is this feeling on my skin? Dude, it's exactly what kind of was happening. I don't know. It's weird. And it's, I was in New York too. It's not like I'm in like fucking Florida, you know? So that's really what, weird. So that's what your weekend was. You went to New York and got drunk. Mm hmm. And then my sister, she got this notification uh, that the kids are going back to school. And you could see like, it went from her being like, she was like, yes, and so excited to like, oh, wait a minute. Nobody's ready to go back to school yet. And then she was like, oh, my God, is she going to have to wear a mask going back? Like, you know, she was like freaking out. So it was like excited because she gets to have a break from her from her kid. But then it was it just quickly evolved into I don't want my kid to go to school yet. Yeah, no, that's like a big a big scary thing right now for a lot of people and then trump's just like uh you know going to they're gonna penalize people or i'm sorry penalize public schools that don't go back to school no in like two months they're gonna try and take away like federal funding they're gonna try and take away funding or take away like tax exempt status from places that's crazy to me it is absolutely insane That's so weird. Did we talk before about how like ICE was saying like if you're a foreign student and you're not attending classes on campus that like you are going to have to go back to your your home country or whatever? Even if they're like anchor babies? No, if you're a foreign student, Jordan. So like if you are from like, you know, India and you come over here to go to school, you know, and you're here, you're here on like a student visa. Mm-hmm. There was huh. a thing where they were they were trying to make it so like if you didn't have an if if campuses were closed and you did not have any like on campus classes then you have no reason to be in the United States and you have to go back. Oh, that's crazy. What's well, nuts? Where'd be- you hear that from? Everywhere. It was like really? the biggest thing in the news for like a day or two. But it's crazy because I was talking to some people who like I know who like do grad school and who like work in the college system or whatever. And they were talking about how like obviously like that's like some crazy like nationalist shit where like only Americans can go to college, be enrolled in American universities. But also like it was if you paid if you paid tuition already and that kind of thing, like. That's, you know, there's a lawsuit to be had there. Well, there that's a, a whole other thing with people being like, why am I paying for a Harvard education? Like if I'm just doing this in, I'm like having to basically be part of like a fucking book club that I do through my computer, like in my parents' basement. 
But like, I guess one of the big things with did, uh, trying to kick out the international students is in general, like how much money these colleges get from the international students enrolling. Is it a lot? Apparently it's like, there's a fuck ton of money involved in like international like students. So are the schools just kind of being like, fuck you, dude, you're not going to take all this money away from us. That's what they were hoping. It seems like what the what ICE or what the government was trying to do was like strong arm the schools into opening up by being like, if the kids can't come on campus, then we're not going to let them be around, which will probably force them to drop out. And then you'll lose all of this money like that you get from international tuition. Wow. But then, like, Dude, they, as of today, ICE, like, took it back, and they said they're not going to go through with it. It's weird how the administration is just doubling down on all these things that are just, like, making it look bad. And, like, I don't know. It's just it's it's just weird and self-destructive. Well, it's because we like, have a, a reactionary government. We have a reactionary president. So he sees all of these social changes that are happening that he deems as like progressive, like progressive being like synonymous with like the Democrats or something. Right. So he looks at black lives matter and he looks at me too and all this stuff and says like, Oh, you know, things are going this far over with the Democrats. So I got to bring it back over this far to like appease, like appease the conservatives or the Republicans or whatever. So that's why he answers progress with these crazy like draconian conservative ideas that don't ever really go through because he's all but pandering to his base. I guess it's just odd for me because um it's just weird to to see it go that way, right? Because like all the I, I mean maybe he's just cuz all the polls say otherwise. Like all the polls are I mean he's just dropping so hard. But I guess because the polls were so wrong last election, he's just banking on the polls being wrong again, or he just doesn't want to hear about it or what? Probably both. But also, like, I feel like what's happening right now is he knows or he has to know that he's not going to get that many swing voters. He's just not. And he's definitely not going to get you know, leftists, liberals, Democrats, any of that stuff. So now he really needs to guarantee that his base will stay loyal. And he has recognized who his base is, which is, you know, xenophobic, jingoist conservatives, like the Christian conservative crowd, like the really frothing at the bit, like cultists almost, like proto-fascists who don't mm -hmm. know what that term means because the American education system has failed us, you know? And so he has to, he has to put more blood in the water for his like very low IQ sharks. Yeah. Yeah. But even doesn't he understand that that's not enough to win? No, I, guess I don't think that should, he does. And, um, I guess even if he loses, he's just going to do the whole, you know, it's rigged. Try come get me motherfuckers type of thing. If he loses, he will probably he will spend the rest of his life talking about how it was fake and how it was rigged and then every republican in congress or in the house like in the senate and everything all of them are going to talk about doing you know another russiagate style investigation this time on the democrats to figure out how they cheated to win you know 
there's going to be a million like super Trump mayors and governors and county executives who will say, I just found a truck with 75,000 votes for Trump that the Democrats hit. Like they're going to pull out all the stops to -hmm. cause as much confusion as they can to try and make this a contested election. But yeah. I think I mean, it's to going be to be fair. The Democrats did the same thing to them. So not not on the scale that I would expect Trump to do. Right. All the Democrats really did was like, hey, we have like some legit evidence that like shit is fucked and we need to figure out what's going on. And then the Republicans blocked a lot of it. What I mean is like there were there were definitely stories of like, you know, um, Hillary Clinton ballots or something in boxes stored away somewhere that it looked like they were gonna um try and look like they were gonna try something but but i guess they never even did it because you it obviously didn't get used you know yeah that sounds that's what that sounds like a dumb republican plant like that's all fake republican nonsense like i said is gonna like i think that's gonna happen even more Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see i mean the polls must be affecting him a little bit, or at least someone made him, made it affect him because of the him wearing a mask or whatever. That that, because the the polls on the uh, pandemic are just crazy. Like how the his like his approval ratings with this is just in, in, insanely against him. And you know, even the people I work with, he's like, you know, there there's people I work with. Who, who are like kind of more right wing or right leaning. And they're just kind of like, I lost all respect for this guy because of this, you know, that rules. I haven't seen anyone who is like super Trump even really talk about it. I've seen them all like actively avoid it or like try to change the subject. But like, I haven't really seen anyone be like Trump has turned on me. The, the death toll is high enough now that people have to know someone who has gotten it and got really hurt over it, if not died. You know what I mean? Most people. Well, yeah. No, 100%. And it is interesting now because you're slowly starting to see these different hardline conservatives, like one by one, like show up with a mask on, you know? Yeah. Or like change their tune and just basically be like, all right, guys, you're right. Did you see the fucking it's, the thing it's with a Ted? Shame that, that it took the dear leader one instance of wearing a mask to like make them come around. Well, not all of them have come around at all. I mean, did you see the thing with Ted Cruz like wasn't wearing a mask on a flight, like an American Airlines flight? Well, that's because God, you know, God's taking the wheel for him. Well, now they're like investigate, like American Airlines, like corporate is like investigating, like what the fuck's up because there's multiple pictures of him just like not wearing a mask on an airplane what would they get him on just not following the rules i don't know i don't don't know what would happen i don't know if they would like ban him bar him fine him i don't know what they would do i I hope he gets barred or just banned from every airline that would be amazing it would be wild if he got banned from an airport yeah like if he got banned from his like home airport or whatever that'd be amazing that'd be so fucking funny so much yeah, no, that would that would be really fun to listen to him uh, freak out about McCarthyism and uh, how Orwellian <laughs> everything is. Did you yeah. see that thing about the um the woman who quit the New York Times or whatever? Uh, no, what was, hmm, I didn't hear about that. Uh, her name is Barry. I've been, I've been I've been MIA for like the whole weekend. 
So well, it happened like I think today or something. But um, Barry Weiss, B A R I Weiss, W E I S S. Yeah, she did like the op ed stuff at the New York Times. Mm-hmm. And she resigned today and she penned like a letter that's like on her website. And it is the, it is very funny and it is very dumb. Wait, is this the, um, the feminist city thing? What? No. There's a, it's a letter? Yeah, she wrote like a letter to like the owner of the New York Times or the editor or something. I don't fucking know. She wrote like a letter of resignation and then published it publicly. What did it say? It's really dumb. Like you can read it in your own time. I don't want to read it on my phone because I'm bad well, at I reading mean, on my phone. It, but what's it's the summary of what's I'm getting it, what's to it? it, Jordan. But like it's it's basically her saying like I was a centrist at the New York Times and nobody liked me and everyone was mean to me and the New York Times let people be mean to me. And so I'm quitting, but she tried to frame it as like she was canceled. Like she tried to make it like a cancel culture thing and like a whole like her being censored and her being like harassed. But literally all she says in this fucking letter is that like her coworkers used to make fun of her. Her coworkers used to say that she should be fired for like being a racist and for like, you know, being a Nazi and being like, cause she like used to say she, she has written a lot of like really fucking dumb shit about like Israel and like uh calling like pro Palestinian people like anti Semites and stuff. Like she's like on that on that tip. Uh-huh. And so a lot of the people at New York Times are like, fuck her. Like fuck this girl. Like I don't want to fucking hang out with you. I don't want to fucking, you know, whatever. Like you shouldn't even have a job here. And then I guess she would tattle to her bosses and the bosses like didn't do anything about it because Yeah, because the you because your the group of friends you want to be a part of didn't invite you to their lunch table honestly this is what it is and so then she quit saying that like the new york times like didn't do something to stop people from bullying her basically oh god give me a fucking but then she she brings up like orwellian wrong speech or whatever it's just so fucking funny like she really tried to make it this thing where she like self-canceled herself but like it's it is it's a very interesting uh trending topic today so i i'm yeah that's interesting because uh i i heard someone talking about a letter today so that must have been what that was but um interesting oh yeah and then there's like fucking ben shapiro and all these different people are on twitter being like oh well ben shapiro posted something where he was like the new york times should just go ahead and change their name to teen vogue and everyone's like, yeah, Team Vogue fucking <laughs> rules, you fucking idiot. But like, yeah, there's all these like conservative. He's tw- such a fucking idiot, dude. He sucks. I used to think I used to think of Ben Shapiro as like the person I go to to hear like the intellectual side of the right. That, um, that sucks. Huh? I said that sucks. Well, it's just like you hear him speak more and more and you, you like you're just like, what? <laughs> Yeah, no, so he's, the, he's the worst. And then, I don't know, I heard the final straw for me for him was, like, apparently on, like, um, on, like, George Zimmerman's, uh, I'm sorry, what's, what's the kid's name? I know. The guy, George, the kid, Trayvon George Martin? Yeah, Trayvon Martin. On Trayvon Martin's birthday, apparently, uh, Ben Shapiro was like, and Trayvon Martin would be alive today if it wasn't for him like 
trying to fuck or someone's day up or something. It was just like really insane. Like obviously like just crazy. Um, basically calling Tra- basically being like Trayvon Martin's in the wrong for walking around at night being black. Yeah, that sounds like a fucking Ben Shapiro take. That's when I was like, okay. <laughs> mm, fuck you. Yeah, no. I that... mean, fuck him before that, but it was more fuck him before that for just regular reasons. Yeah. No, that. No, whatever. Fucking. Um, so this weekend I fucking drove to Indiana to drop off Sonia's cat. You're so nice. I can't believe you did that. I mean, I didn't fucking do it for free. Oh, it, that's a that's a crazy fucking delivery service. It's only eight hours. It, it it's the same amount I drive during a normal day, anyways. Hmm. Okay. But it was very funny because I picked I picked the cat up in the morning and like got it in the fucking cat carrier, got it in the car, and it died. No, <laughs> it um, died on the way. <laughs> it would have been less messy than what actually happened. So I got on fucking 83 and I was like a couple exits up and then the cat's like screaming the entire time and then the cat just stops screaming and then I just smell just the worst like wave of shit that I've like ever smelled. Oh my God. And the cat just took like a wet shit like the size of my hand in this cat carrier and pissed in the cat carrier. But the lining of this carrier was like pillowcases or like bed sheets. Mm-hmm. And then it tried oh, to do that, God. like scoot the poop thing away with its back legs. But then it was just kicking shit and piss all over the back of this cat carrier and then all over itself. Oh, no. So I had to pull off the highway and I like grab I had this cat in one hand. I had to get it out of the fucking carrier covered in piss and shit. <laughs> I have it with one hand and I'm scrubbing it with my other hand that I use like a mechanic rag, like in a little bit of water I had in like a fucking old ass water bottle, like in the floor of my car and like, scr- <laughs> like scrub it down. And I throw the fucking, uh, the pillowcases cover covered in liquid cat shit, just like in somebody's yard and get back on oh the highway. God. And then after that, the cat was, like, very chill. Like, I took it out of the cage, and it just, like, walked around the car. Yeah. You should have let it poop and piss before you guys left. But um, cat shit is so much worse than dog shit, like, in terms of smell. Like, something, there's something about cat shit that is just just insane. I think it's the wet food. I think it's, it's like, the wet food. The fact that they just eat what's already pretty much just, like, shit anyways. Yeah. No, you're right. But it's, it's just so strong. And so, like, it just, like, really hits you. Yeah, it's fucking it's, gross. Oh, it's awful. But it was chill. Like, I drove... It was, like, near South Bend. But it basically was just... I just went straight. Like, I took, like, three turns all day. Mm. Like, I got on 70 and then went through Breezewood and got on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. And then just went straight through Pennsylvania Turnpike, Ohio Turnpike, Indiana Turnpike. And then, like, got to the hotel or whatever. Did you stop anywhere? Were you like, um, did you go anywhere? Like, did you treat it like a little vacation? No, 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 no. I you just dropped the thing off and then fucking went home. You didn't stop at any fucking. You didn't sightsee at all. 
I didn't sightsee because all the COVID stuff and also because I had a cat in the car. So I can't just like, you know, go on a little like tour of like a cheese castle or something. But after you dropped the cat off. Well, I didn't just drop the cat off because like the timing was different. So I got a hotel. We like met up in a hotel room. And so I like got a hotel room and like got food and like hung out. And then she showed up and then like. My day got all fucked up because the cat shit everywhere. So that cost me some time. And then like I had to replace a fuse in the car. So that also cost me time because my original plan was like to get there really early and basically sleep all day. Mm-hmm. And then when uh, when they showed up, like give them the cat and the other boxes I had and then like drive eight hours back. But I ended up like crashing in the room and then driving in the morning. But. It was crazy. The hotel was fucking packed because there was like a hot air balloon festival happening in that town that day. Mm-hmm. And I went to the the girl behind the counter and I felt so bad because she was like the most cross-eyed person I've ever seen. <laughs> and it like, I like it was, you know, there's someone, there's something for everyone though. You know, there's someone out there who's like, I love cross-eyed chicks and like, I can't find it. Oh, anywhere. more power to her. She was really nice, but it was, you know how like sometimes when you're dealing with someone who's like cross-eyed and like you can tell which one is like the good eye. Mm-hmm. She did not have a good eye between the two. So like I couldn't tell how she was looking at me because her face was was point like her nose was pointed at me, but then one eye was like looking at her ear and the other one was looking at her mouth. <laughs> it is confusing when you run into those because uh, like they'll they'll be talking and you're like, are you? Are you talking to me? I mean, like, I got good at dealing with it at the symphony, like working at the counter, because I would, you know, like cross-eyed people would come out all the time. But it's just oh, like really? it. Oh yeah. What's but, the correct uh, pronoun for cross-eyed people? Anyways, um, and so fucking. <laughs> that was a sick joke, Jordan. Um. <laughs> yeah, that was my whole fucking weekend. I just drove all weekend. Interesting. Oh, but the girl was like, "There's a hot air balloon festival." I was like, that's cool. Where can I see it? And she was basically like, well, you can pay $20 to go to the fairgrounds. And I was like, I'm not doing that. She's like, yeah, but you can also just see it from the Walmart parking lot. So that's where everybody else is going to go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, this is the most like Indiana conversation I can imagine right now. I've never been to Indiana. Oh, that's not true. I have, but like going through. Um, I want to talk about Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> well, I forgot to watch it. You fucking asshole. Are you kidding me? Go ahead and just explain it to me. Oh, my God. Can't believe you forgot to... Okay, so if you have to watch it. Did you ever watch it when you were a kid, though? Like oh, the regular yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I used to love that shit. Both, both versions of it. Because there was the old guy and then there was Riker. Uh, or no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Riker didn't do Unsolved Mysteries. Right, Riker. Yeah, did, it was always the old guy. It yeah, was it was always the old guy. No, Riker did the the one where it was like fact or fiction. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this one they did. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, it's the very first episode, and the reason I wanted to talk about it is because it happens in. It takes place in Baltimore. Yeah, it takes place at the Belvedere, right? Yeah, motherfucker. If if you didn't watch it, you can't explain it. I'm not you explaining I mean? anything. I'm talking to you about it. Okay. All well, I know how about you know it. That? Because everyone in their fucking, everyone in the city's talking about it. Have you seen um, the first episode of Unsolved Mysteries? It's at the yeah, Belvedere. That's crazy. 
can't believe you didn't watch it. Yesterday oh. was a very long day, and then I watched. I forgot about it and just watched Love Island. Okay. Um, but it's basically this guy. Um, he like this guy and this. Oh, hash! Happy National Hot Dog Day. Oh, nice. Did uh, Sonia tell you that? No, words with friends did. Oh, nice. Um, so this couple basically they moved to Baltimore uh, because their best friend was like really into like financial shit, and they and the dude was a writer, so they he thought the the, the this dude could like write some financial stock pers- perspectives for him, you know, for future uh, stock prospects. We honestly kind of know a lot of people that do that. Um, mm-hmm. who are regulars at Terps. They kind of like write stock proposals or whatever the fuck. Um, but she, his wife goes out of town and then while he, she's out of town, they have like a maid or someone that uh, is in the house as well. And the maid sees him get a f- call and he frantically leaves the house. Then he goes missing for like six days. Nobody knows where this motherfucker is. She comes back from wherever she was. I think she was on like a work trip. So she comes back home. They're crying and freaking out, not knowing where he is. They're driving around. And they finally find the car in the parking lot of the Belvedere. So they're like kind of like, you know, looking around the Belvedere area. I guess for people and- who don't fucking know, the Belvedere is the it was a hotel. Now it's an apartment building. And that's where Al Bar is. Yeah, or was so I guess Al Bar is a a bar that Robbie and I kind of frequent. Not anymore. On... Fuck them. Never going back to that fucking place. Why? It's they fucking fired all of their staff at the beginning of COVID, and we're like, if we open up, it's not going to be the same bar, and we're not going to have any of the same staff. And the staff oh. was the only reason why that bar was worth going to. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, okay. No, they mind. they got rid of everybody, but I that that used to be my after. My my late night bar. Yeah, it was it was fun too. There were a lot of good times. Anyway, I've gotten fucked up in that place more times than I can count. Yeah, Jesus. But it's a high it's a high ass building. It goes really far up, and like there's some there's some dudes that were at the top. I guess they were fixing something. They worked for the hotel. They look down. They realize there's a huge hole in the neighboring building that's much farther down, um, like the rooftop of um, like a, just a small building. And uh, there's a huge hole in the ceiling. So they call someone to check it out. And as soon as the person who owns the building walks in, he sees the hole at the top uh, on the ceiling. And then he looks down and there's a body there, basically. And uh, this guy, he's dead, obviously. And there's like bones coming out of his uh, his feet. And like he's got crazy fractured skull and all this other shit. And basically, it's him, it's the guy that went missing for six days, and then they it's just them going over like, how the fuck did this happen? Because he wasn't suicidal, and his best friend, um, who was like, you know, the, his best friend who's supposed to be his best friend, didn't come to the funeral or anything like that, and uh, the company he worked for, they did like a. They basically signed, did a thing where they made every all their employees sign it so they, they couldn't talk to the detective. Hmm. It was really weird. So, yeah, basically that's it. It's just a, a mystery of how this guy fucking died. And you should really watch it because there's like, you know, 
there's things to it. Like the hole is in a weird spot. Like you couldn't, you couldn't really just fall. You'd have to like jump out real far and all this other shit. So he was definitely murdered. Yeah. I heard that there was a thing that, um, that Netflix or the producers or someone put up where they have like a, like a Google drive with like oh, yeah. documents and evidence and, and, and all this kind of stuff relating to the various cases to mm-hmm. like help, uh, help people try and solve it. Cause that yeah. was always the, did you know that actually Hagerstown is in the first episode of, uh, unsolved mysteries. The ver- the actual first one. Yeah. The actual first episode of the original show. It has to deal with like a dude who like murdered somebody in Hagerstown and then dipped out. But that was the best part mysteries- of Hmm. I wonder how many mysteries got, uh, got solved from unsolved mysteries and that little thing that they have at the end if you have any evidence or whatever well that was what i was going to say is that was one of the coolest parts is when you watched um like when they uploaded stuff when they would uh, rerun everything and they would be like update you know and they'd like catch the, the dude or whatever yeah so like it's cool that they that they make it like more fun it's like that game to catch a killer or whatever like how all those like figure out who the serial killer is you're the detective now games are like getting really popular like it's kind of cool that it's like a real thing that they're doing now mm-hmm. yeah yeah no it is cool um it was it happened all the way back in 2006 all they need to do is fucking question his best friend i mean the best friend is definitely involved and it's weird that like the cops couldn't just go and grab him and be like you gotta talk because the detective was basically like well we can't force anyone to talk to us i'm like you're a fucking detective you're a baltimore yes, police officer and you're saying that you have like a line in the sand that you won't cross and it's not like planting guns and drugs on children it's questioning like a rich dude yeah exactly it's really odd it's really weird and he definitely had something to do with it it might be related to the mob that was like um there's like a surprising amount of like organized crime that uh Especially back then, like, you used to hang out in this area. It's weird because it, it happened in, like, May 2006. And I, I, while I was watching that, I was like, man, while they were figuring this shit out, I was in Ocean City having a fucking great senior week. <laughs> God damn it, Jordan. It was awesome. God, you're the worst. Um, <laughs> that's actually a decent transition, the calling you the worst. Um. So we're doing we're doing a thing on our Patreon where we have our patrons like vote on a thing that we have to do or have to cover, you know. And so there were a lot of different options for like something that we would have to do in the show. And they voted on us doing a thing that we were tentatively titling Defend a Monster. Mm-hmm. And the idea basically being that they pick someone who fucking sucks. And then we have to like devil's advocate style, like defend them or like try to say nice things about them. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this week we're going to do one and we are like being forced to say nice things about Ghislaine Maxwell. Yes. Um, and we should say that um, obviously this is tongue in cheek. So. If um 
because I could just imagine if this ever blows up. The more disclaimer you put on it, the less funny it's going to be. Okay. No disclaimers. I don't think that, I mean. You really, yeah. (laughs) It's just funny how anytime we say anything, you have to be like, and remember guys, this is all a joke. This is for play. This is all a joke. Parody. Well, I'm just imagining, like, what if one day we blow the fuck up and then they go back and, like, they, they just, like, rip up this shit and make a huge montage of all the monsters we're defending. But I guess you're right. Who gives a fuck, right? Yeah, I'm not worried about that at all. But I've been trying to think, because I, I, I realized I actually know a decent amount about this terrible shitbag woman. Did you know a lot about it before this? Like, did you have a... Um, what do you mean? Like... Like, how'd you know, how'd you know a lot about her before this? Cause I didn't know anything. Well, just because of the Epstein stuff and how linked she was to Epstein, like, mm-hmm. especially after he, he killed him after he was killed, after he quote killed himself, like, you know, people like who are like in like the, what the fuck is up with Epstein circles? Like her name, like she's a big topic of discussion. So like. Right. You know, but it's also very funny. And I think I've said it on here before, but like if you were on the internet, like in 2005, six, seven, eight, like you already knew about Jeffrey Epstein. Like he was like well known on like 4chan and shit like that as like a rich, like rich people suck. Here's this rich guy who has a thing called the Lolita Express and it's an yeah, airplane like, where you fuck thing- kids on. It was the one thing like Alex Jones was actually correct about. Yeah, but he's been on the, I mean, he's been around forever. And like, I found out about Ghislaine Maxwell, like not back then, but it was like around the time he got arrested. Like, I think it might've been right when he got arrested. Cause all these internet people were like, cool. They got him. But like, what about his, like, what about his lady? Yeah. And then, you know, everyone went to town with her, but like, I, I was trying to think of like, good things to like to like how to like how you could like be her friend and like defend her or like say something nice about her like she she honestly looks like a nice woman well it's it's funny because i just imagine someone basically being like you know like yeah she's like one of the most prolific like you know, pedophile like ring leaders or like, uh, you know, like up the upper echelon of like a pedophile ring, like in the entire world. And she's like this like terrible, terrible sex criminal. But like, it's wonderful that at, at her age, she like still has a sex drive. So like good on her. <laughs> Wait, do we begin yet? Is this the, is there a montage? I mean, there's a montage. Jordan, how do you not understand what doing things in post is still? You do this every single time there's going to be any type of music or anything underneath. I don't know. But now that we're talking about it on the episode, let's find out together, Jordan, probably. <laughs> All right. I didn't have time to prepare because you adults didn't fucking tell me you were starting today. In fact, you said Thursday, idiots. <laughs> Andrew, sorry, cut that out. No. I just wasn't sure. Okay. Oh, my God. It's all right. <laughs> Every time. I'm taking a hit of weed. Because okay. you fucked up my flow again. You had a good flow. I just wasn't sure if we were in it or not. Jesus fucking Christ. Why would we not be in it, Jordan? <laughs> well, one good thing we could say is she's not an anti-Semite, right? 
Well, she might have been because fucking Israeli special forces killed her father. Right. I, I, I saw that. So I'm surprised. What I'm surprised, like she could have done a lot of things with with that. Right. If you know that the Israeli special forces killed your father, wouldn't you be like. You could have been like a cool revenge bond, like you could have been the first female James Bond or Jamie Bond and gone out and like um, fucking revenged your father. You know what I mean? You could have done something cool like that. Okay. How is this defending her again? How is this saying a cool thing about her? That's cool, right? If she was like the first female Bond. Oh, God, Jordan. (laughs) I mean, I was thinking more along the lines of someone trying to like say something nice about her and be like, look, like it, it's very difficult when your parents die, especially when they're murdered by Israeli special forces for being a fucking spy. So like, yeah, she like was part of the largest pedophile ring in the world, probably. But that's mm-hmm. quite an accomplishment for someone without a father. So like she's an inspiration for people everywhere who, you know, who <laughs> lost a parent because you can still, you know, achieve your dreams. Yeah. No, that's good. That's a good take. I like that one. Um, uh, this is tough. It's tough. It's hard to do, right? Yeah, you, um, yeah, you're, yeah. You fucked this one the whole way up. The pooch has been screwed. Honestly, if sex trafficking doesn't work out, and it didn't, she could always run the Molly maids into an outstanding five-star company because apparently she kept the mansion really spick and spam, really nice. So she's really good at cleaning. Yeah, I have heard that she's like a really good micromanager. So like maybe when she gets out, like she'll be able to like run a like a financial firm. She'll like, yeah, get, you, know, you know, she'll like run the MoMA or something. Yeah. You know, when she's done with her life sentence and all. She's going to either get killed or she'll get off. But um, I also imagine someone being like, I don't know anything about the crazy sex stuff, but she had such a good eye for art. Like talk about a patron of the arts. Because, yeah, do you think that Billy Clinton uh, painting was all her? Like, that's... What the fuck are you talking about? Huh? The Bill Clinton painting? That was, like, some girl... That was, like, some random person's, like, uh, thing at NYU or something. That wasn't an expensive painting. They just, like, bought it. Colleen Maxwell Uh, didn't do that painting. And so she... Does she paint? No. Or she just picked paintings out. I thought that, I thought you meant that. Like she probably picked that one out to put in the foyer. Well, that's the whole, damn, you didn't do any research on Ghislaine Maxwell, huh? I did. Yeah, I did. One of the big avenues for them to acquire these girls was through like art patronage. So they would get people who were like on the board of different museums or like art schools and stuff. And they would go to like art openings and then these, you know, young artist girls would be introduced to this dude who's super into art, Jeffrey Epstein, and his, like, assistant lady, Ghislaine. How do you think that would have done? Like, how do you think that, like, what do you think they said to, like, do you think they were super normal at these things? Like, in the galleries? Like, were were they just, like... Yeah, I mean, there's, like, a lot of testimonial from, like, the girls. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Well, there's like okay. a lot of different um, interviews. There's a lot and of stuff. different ones. Well, there's Some also of them a lot of are anonymous, girls. right? 
Yeah. Jesus Christ. That shit's so fucked up. But yeah, they were like really nice to these people and were like, oh my God, like your art is great. Like I want you on retainer. Like I want to buy your pieces. Like they would contact like gallery people or like collectors and be like, get me in touch with this girl. So you're like some starving artist. And then you hear that some fucking billionaire is like, you know, asking for your number to like meet up with you to fucking get some pieces. And then over like they just groom you over the course of like a year. And then the next thing you know, you're having yeah. to like jerk off some fucking 85 year old dude dude it's so weird that like um like she, like that's she's well okay so she's loyal and professional <laughs> she Maybe isn't a, a snitch she is she has yet to be proven to be a snitch so she she yeah. might be a down ass bitch yeah she, she might be very ride or die for jeffrey's ghost well who dates a dude and then they, they're like and then they'd be like you're too old for me and decides the money's too good uh, to leave him, so she just gives him what he needs. Like that's just. Oh, I like I like this angle also, where you you frame Ghislaine Maxwell as a hopeless romantic who just <laughs> who just loved Jeffrey so much. She just that that that's her only crime, Your Honor, that she loved too strong. <laughs> well, do you think do you think they actually had a relationship? Like they actually like Jordan again. Out? The fact that you did not look into this at all i did they dated they like know. way back yes they do know jordan they dated like way back in the day and then yeah, like stayed that, friends but did they actually like what do you mean did they actually because this dude was obviously into like super young girls so like yeah but he, he didn't want to date i'm not getting into like the psychology of like pedophilia but like it is one billion percent possible for someone to be a pedophile or be like a sexual deviant and then also have like a partner that is like separate the internet's gone and the internet's back i can hear you yeah i mean it just made like a lot of terrible noises for a second um but what i was saying is like it's 100% possible and like very common for people who like are pedophiles and sexual deviants um, to have like to have a confidant, not even a confidant, like a fucking dedicated partner. Like either they put yeah. up with it or they participate or they're kept in the dark. But like people like that. How do you can, find one of those? You just like have an ad on Craigslist. Hey, just letting you know, like I'm really into like. Well, that's that whole weird, like, rich people acquired, like, finer things in life, weird internet hole that you can get into. It's it's, probably a deep, dark web. Oh, no, it's actually probably, yeah, just a rich, rich people meeting other rich people. And then it's literally like, I have enough money to do whatever I want. So I do everything. Oh, you do everything? Have you ever fucked a kid? No, I haven't. It feels really good or some shit, you know? Oh, the internet's out again. fucking murder Jordan because his internet sucks so bad how how is your internet Why so bad me? because your internet's fucked up not my internet my internet's fine my internet's at f- I have full bars so do I whatever <laughs> I do too anyway 
Dude, sometimes it sometimes it could be Skype. Skype fucks up too. Um, do you uh, do you have one? You wanna give her another one? I mean, we're like almost at the end of the episode. Um, she she founded an all women's club and called it the Kit Kat Club, and that's my favorite chocolate bar. So good job. Yeah, that's it. You think that? Uh, <laughs> you think she got some kind of endorsement from Hershey's or something? Yeah. Yeah. So if they kill her, are they going to do it the same way, you think? Just just to troll us? I don't know. For a while, I thought that they were going to say that she got, like, COVID and then died. That yeah. would actually be a perfect It wouldn't be quick enough. Unless they said that she had, like, a seizure brought on by COVID, so now she's in the ICU in a coma. And then they, like, mm-hmm. they kill her in a coma. Yeah. They already tried to do all the like suicide walk shit, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Gave her paper clothes and paper blankets or whatever. Like they they did all that. So they're definitely like setting it up for her to fucking kill herself, but I mean yeah. I I don't know. I don't think that not- I don't think that Epstein's really dead. I think they're they're gonna fake her death too. I'm just There's no way that you are running in those circles and you have that position in that organization and you don't have 17 escape plans. Like it is completely unrealistic to think that Epstein was the person that they say he was. And I think he's too much of a risk to keep alive though, even in a secret way. I think he's dead. I just don't think he killed himself. That's all. I mean, if he is dead, he was 100% murdered, but I, I, I still don't think that it's, realistic to think that someone on that level wouldn't have like the like the dead man switch or whatever the fuck you know like all that shit where like you know if if I don't call this number every day at two o'clock then they're going to release like a treasure trove of documents like implicating everyone that could have murdered me because I would never kill myself like so that's why I think like that's like in the movies though like are they are people actually that smart to like do People have do done stuff, stuff like, that? like that before where like they have sensitive material or they have like, you know, they have some shit and they're like, if anything happens to me, mom, like I have seven, you know, envelopes in that drawer, put them in the mail. They're going to all the media outlets. Like that's like a definite thing that people do or have done, huh. you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I I don't think that if if he really was like caught up and then killed himself or was murdered, like he 100% wasn't like some fucking ringleader. Like he wasn't high enough on the totem pole like for them to let him be captured. If we're really talking about like the royal families and like presidents and like people who actually run the world, then like we wouldn't know who that motherfucker is if it was that big of a deal to keep him quiet. Yeah. You know. So, hmm. I don't fucking Interesting. know. Interesting. I mean, that's just like what I think. So, I think if she gets fucking killed, obviously, if she ends up dead, she was murdered. But I still think that it's very possible they're just going to give her a new face and let her live in some fucking chateau in fucking Switzerland. Yeah. That's what I think, you know, they did with Jeffrey. They just got a hobo. Did that body and for just, the whole wheel it out thing. Gave him a, honestly, a new face. And honestly, if he has kind of face, it'd be easy to like... It'd be easy to duplicate because all Mm -hmm. you have to do is put it under a heat lamp for like, you know, a good fucking five days. Let that face shrivel up. 
Yeah, you can fake all those photos afterward, and you're like, show us the official autopsy photos. And, like, I mean, you could yeah, make I mean, them in you, Photoshop. Did you hear about, like, the, the thing going on online about, like, th- there's some guy who says there's an app that someone made where they basically you could take any photo and it can it can tell you if it's been photoshopped or not and he put it he put every photo with jeffrey epstein and trump on it through it and apparently they're all fake and photoshopped (laughs) like that's what some of these motherfuckers online think cool yeah that that makes sense i that is a very fun thing that someone was talking about the other day where they were like there's nothing to sum up American politics more than each side posting pictures with the same pedophile mm-hmm. and like various members of the other party talking about how bad they are. <laughs> it it is weird. Like the, the one side just ignores the other when it comes to talking about this motherfucker, you know? Well, it's literally like, like fucking Democrats all post pictures of Epstein and Trump and then Republicans post pictures of fucking Epstein and fucking the Clintons. Right. <laughs> and, like, and then you have, it, you have people like me, you have people like you and I being like, who the fuck cares? They're both pieces of shit. You know what I mean? Like line them all up against the wall, man. Just fucking pop, 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 pop. Mm-hmm. Basically. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, at this point, did you see, let's end it on a, on a, on a funny note. Have you been yeah. paying attention to Pizzagate part two? The Wayfair oh, the, the, Chronicles? Yeah. Oh my God, dude. This is, dude, everyone's, I don't know what we could say to like bring up anything uh, new to the table, but um, it's pretty interesting. What I don't get is, okay, well, first go over what it is for everyone. <laughs> so a prominent QAnon dude came up with this theory and posted on Twitter where the insanely expensive items on Wayfair are actually kidnapped children and sex slaves and shit so he he the claim is that like if you go into wayfair and you look at the really expensive stuff like the fifteen thousand dollar pillows the name of that pillow will be like i don't know ellie the ellie mcdaniel right Mm -hmm. and then if you google ellie mcdaniel you'll find like a missing persons report in Arkansas of like a 14 year old girl named Ellie McDaniel or, you know, it's like, that's my thing is that's like the, the, the whole basis of it. And then it expanded to be a thing where they were shipping the kids in the furniture or that they were, (laughs) you know, like it was this whole fucking thing. Then there was this weird Russian spam bot situation where like if you went to this very specific website and typed in the SKU number like the item number and like Google searched it then it comes up with pictures of kids in bikinis and shit and like swimsuits and like I don't know like I saw someone talking about how Wayfair is like an international organization so they're like shipping kids like across the ocean and stuff and like but it's Honestly, fucking, that, it's fucking stupid. It's, that's a lot of work to go. Cause you know, people are just like coming up with this shit in their fucking offices and shit. Like they have a lot of time on their hands. My thing is just look at how many of those things were sold. And obviously you can't have the same kid go out twice. But that's know? a big thing too. Like if we look at it, like, yeah, like logistics wise, like if this is really a thing, 
The argument either is that Wayfair as a company is selling people or Wayfair through third-party sellers is allowing people to sell kidnapped children, right? So if that's Mm -hmm. the case, wow, you cracked it, fucking Nancy Drew. And we have all of the buyer and seller information. And then it becomes this whole like, well, what if it's fake names and, and it's dead drops and it's fake this and that. Like if they went through the effort to like, get a fake like Swiss bank account to pay the $14,000 to buy this like child from Tacoma, then why would they be doing it on the biggest furniture website in the country and doing that by selling an item named after that child? Right. Like, and again, they'd have to, they'd have to change the name every time. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just fucking stupid to think that just buy it, see what happens. Just buy it. And then it's cheaper than adopting I mean, a kid. Right. And also, is there like, a, is, is there an extra thing you have to go through? Do you have to like put in a special promo code or something? I mean, it's just, it's just fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid, but it's interesting though, because it's the thing that like a lot of conspiracy people do and a lot of like right wing conspiracy shit. Like QAnon is very, very good at this where they take something that has like a kernel of truth and then they turn it into something so fucking stupid that it just makes me want to blow my brains out whenever someone like tries to talk to me about it. What's the kernel of truth for this Wayfair thing, you think? Well, just the fact that there are like large, you know, corporations that participate in human trafficking or just the fact that human trafficking is like such a big deal in this country, which it fucking is, you Mm -hmm. know? And like, the idea that like American money is involved, which it definitely is. Like, do I think that Wayfair is selling children on their website? No. But like, would I be surprised to find like Wayfair or a company like Wayfair? Like it's, you know, executives or it's whoever like involved in nefarious stuff like this, like extracurricularly. Like, of course not like that. You know, I would not be surprised at all if that's a thing, but like, you know, like that's what I'm talking about. Like they get in the general ballpark of like capitalism is linked to sex trafficking, human trafficking. And yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. But then when they do all these like dumb stories and make it all specific and stupid, then like it just does a disservice to everything. You know what I mean? Right. Because then when you deny it, then the rebuttal is always, oh, what? You don't think that the elites pedal children? It's like, no, that's the one thing I do agree with you on, dude. Like, that is definitely a thing, but I don't think it's this very wacky specific example. And and they're just making it seem like Republicans aren't in on it, too, which is always dumb. You know? Yeah. They're just always, it's always a partisan thing with them instead of being like, no, there's a, there's just a massive problem in general. Well, that's like, that's a big part of a lot of this. And, like, it's a big part of, like, Trumpism um, right now where, like, the conservatives, the Republicans, the MAGA people, whatever you want to call people who dabble in Trumpism. I mean, at that point, like, that's what it is. Like, it's not even fair to call these people Republicans or conservatives because they're very specific brand. They're Trumpists, mm-hmm. you know, when trying to refer to, yeah. like, the MAGA crowd or whatever. But, like. It's always interesting because their worldview in terms of news and politics and the media is so focused on Trump that they project that and 
and assume that everyone else in the world is always talking and thinking about Trump. So everything's always about Trump. So that's like all the shit now that he was saying at that fucking news conference with schools opening back up to tie it back to the beginning. It's called a callback. We're professionals. Like he is fucking saying that people want schools to stay closed in order to hurt his reelection campaign. And it's like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, you know, well, that, I just that see just that. Well, I see that shit on Facebook constantly where it's, yeah. it's people being like the Democrats want to make your kids dumb by closing the schools, So then when your kids are dumb, you have to blame the president for it. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with when the kids are dumb. I mean, it, you know, you know how it is. Like, there's definitely a crowd of people that are trying to pretend like this virus doesn't exist. So it's it's also cracking. It comes in steps, right? The first step is they don't even believe that this thing is a real problem. Um, and then after that, then comes all that other stuff, you know? Well, I do love how this is blatantly, blatantly a neoliberal fucking plan to really usher in like the next stage of neoliberalism. Because what is happening is we have a total fucking buffoon in office, and he is running this fucking circus of idiots in and out of the White House, and they are completely eroding the public's uh, confidence, esteem, trust, or whatever in the government. And so the option, the other option um, is that we should be putting our trust in private corporations, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're doing that very blatantly with like the school funding and going away from public schools into private schools and then like the health options yeah. being privatized and stuff. But like it's this thing where their policies like they are actively pushing to get people away from the government and into the like the pockets of these corporations. But then also they're doing this is the only 3D chess situation that's going on because then they're also getting their opposition to say the government's fucking stupid. So then they're going to trick them to think on their own in air quotes that we should not leave a lot of stuff up to the government and that we should have the corporations do it. Yeah, because the government's corrupt. The government's inept. Yeah, we're just going to go to a like a Mussolini style corporate uh, corporate dictatorship, you know? No, not so. at all. No, it's not going to be that at all. Because like within neoliberal thought, it's the government has no fucking control over any of that bullshit. And it's all corporations. It's all it's all open market, like laissez faire fucking capitalist shit. That's mm. that is completely divorced from the government. The government has no say in it and everything's run by the fucking markets and run by corporations. I guess the government's only job in that situation then is to like look so stupid that they don't have the power to even. That's what I'm saying. That's what I think a lot of this really is, is like if you want to do this whole thing where like they're smart and they know what they're doing, then what they know that they're doing, like what they are doing is they are every single day eroding everyone's confidence in the government. So we start looking for other options. That's why Bill Gates is a big deal right now. And we have private uh, transportation methods that are trying to go to space and everyone gives Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to have this savior figure be a rich fucking like businessman or like a rich corporation like Amazon. Like, I think that that's more along the lines of what's actually happening behind the scenes. Right. That's still a corporate dictatorship because it's really just corporations 
um, funneling money into making sure that the government doesn't do. No, well, Jordan's gone again. This is so fucking stupid. Do anything. Repeat what you said because it, go it cut out again. Oh, um, that's weird because like it, it didn't seem like it cut out on on you. I was saying it's uh, still a corporate dictatorship though because uh, corporations are just funneling money into making sure that the government doesn't have any power to stop them or regulate them in any way so they can just have free reign on everything. You know what I mean? So it's still like in a sense, like it's just corporations just making sure that the government can't do anything. I mean, if anything, it's a, what a kleptocracy or whatever, or a a corporate oligarchy or something, because it wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call that like a corporate dictatorship. Because I, I, I don't know. I don't. God damn it. Are you fucking serious? It kind of. Yeah, I'm ending it. We're done. The no. internet. Keep, no, I, you cut out again. The internet keeps on cutting out. So like, I'm I'm not doing this anymore. Okay. This is fucking stupid. All right, dude. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, we have our website www.bolshevex.com you can follow us on all the social media stuff um i'm on all of them at lord hoopert i don't know if jordan wants people to follow him he didn't last time <laughs> um yeah jo- uh, i'm on twitter at jordan d j o r g u n d e e is that twitter handle is that what it is yeah, if you go to our Twitter, there's links to both of our. There you go. Uh, Twitter's on there, and Andrews as well. We have a Patreon. We do an extra show a week. You can vote on the extra little segment that we do. Um, we have a Discord chat, all that kind of shit. Um, five bucks a month gets you in there. It'd be fucking dope. Um, if you don't want to do that shit, like that's cool. I get it. Money's like not a thing that people have right now, but please rate and review us because that's like the only way that we can really get uh, new listeners aside from like word of mouth so, like tell your friends or obviously like that would be the best thing to do but if not like it's fucking cool but just fucking it, it takes fucking 10 seconds to give us a fucking five star review and then write some stupid in there and that like really helps because the more of those that we get then the more likely it is that like we'll we'll pop up in people's like other shows you might like bullshit you know mm-hmm. yeah but yeah, um, that's it. That's it for today. All right. We are out. See you, you guys. You're not going to say your, your fucking thing. You know what? I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to make it an old school classic thing that I did and I don't do anymore. Kind of like how South Park ended the whole, oh my God, they killed Kenny thing. Uh, I'm going to end it. What? For now. what? You're going you're gonna to end it? Yeah, I'm not, I'm going to not say what I usually say. I'm not going to. Well, the internet's out, so I'm ending it. This has been so fucking annoying.